Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nick Frazier Podcast. As per usual, I'm joined with Jason and Kevin. Kevin went 10-0 last week. Jason, what'd you do? 9-1. 9-1. That is impressive. I went 8-2. Not too shabby. Could have been a little better, but, you know, Trey hadn't been here. We're going to get Trey's picks in here a little later on. But somebody that's joined the podcast back this week. It's been a minute. This is one of the original with Trey. Alex, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? Let's get this money, boys. Exactly. (laughs) Alex over here coming in at a clean slate, 0-0 alumni, Western Kentucky, starting his professional picks day. Here he is, Mr. (laughs) Alex. How we doing? It's here. Ladies go, and gentlemen, <laughs> now that's the that's the proper intro there. Had to get that one in. So we're going to start out with college football. We're going to let Kevin go first. Kevin, what are your locks this week? Wow, wow. I get to go first. Put me on the spot here. Yes, because, you know, you did go 10-0 last week. Um, so I did, I did go 10 and 0 last week, but like I said, I, I really, I, I went with the uh, Georgia Kentucky over as well, which missed by a point and a half moving on to this week and my five picks, I am breaking the, the Cardinal rule this week. And that, that rule is don't bet with your heart. Um, Uh-oh. I'm going, I'm going up to. I'll be flying up to Notre Dame Saturday morning, Ooh. and I'll be watching uh, Notre Dame USC up in South Bend. And I want Eight? all of our listeners here to go to the ATM, pull out every <laughs> single dollar in their bank account, and put it on Notre Dame. So that's my that's my first pick. Uh, give me Notre Dame money line. <laughs> Second pick, I'm going to go with a team that's really impressed me this year, and that's Wake Forest. Give me Wake Forest over a tough Army team in the morning slot. Third pick will be a team that's burned me before, and I really don't know why I'm going back to them. That'll be BYU. Give me BYU money line. I know they're playing Washington State. Coaches just got fired. Programs maybe uh, in a little bit of disarray. So give me BYU. Fourth pick will be... Ole Miss over LSU, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's money line. I know that's a little bit of juice, but once you throw throw these all in a parlay, you'll be at plus seven hundred two for my last pick. Um, and this could be my my crazy pick of the week. You know, I got to do it. Kevin's, Kevin's crazy, crazy pick. pick of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin's crazy pick. It's gonna be Oregon UCLA under sixty and a half. So I, I've got I've got corresponding data to back that pick up. The the under is four and one in these last five head to head matchups, um, and you know I I think I think yes it could be you know thirty points each. That's that's nothing crazy really if you think about it. Even if both teams score, if it's a if it's a 30-28 game, that under still hits, and I think that's a lot of scoring. So give me the under. I also think the the under is, I want to say, 5-0 and oh in Oregon's last five road games against a, a team with a winning record. So 
there's a few other numbers right now i can't pull up my my internet's acting funny but trust me on this one go under oregon ucla Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot hold me, Alex, or Jason accountable for all these picks because these are all off Kevin's knowledge. If Kevin tells you to go to the ATM and put all your money on Notre Dame, that's your own discretion. I was about to say the Nick Frazier podcast does not advise these actions spoken by Kevin O'Connor. Hey, if you have a gambling problem, please call the Tennessee Red Line. Just FYI. <laughs> Kevin, great oh, picks man. this week, man. Great picks. You know, last yeah, week bad. you went 10-0, and 5-0 and in uh, college football, and 5-0 and in the in- NFL, excuse me. And I think your trend is on the upward here. I, I think looking at it off hindsight, you'll go probably 4-1. and one. You know, hopefully four and two, and somebody else is the capper of the week because um, this can't be a usual thing. All right. <laughs> well, you, you, you're saying you think I go four and one. If you had to pick one that loses, what? Which one are you most shaky about? The one I'm most shaky about would be BYU. BYU over Washington State. I like that pick. I like BYU. Nicholas. 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 <laughs> Their, their head coach and a few assistants got fired. Their team's in disarray. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just wanted to hear your reaction on it. No, my, yeah, my, no. my actual pick that I think will maybe be a bust is either Notre Dame or Wake Forest out of those two, honestly. I knew you were going to say Notre no, Dame. No, I, I, think Notre Dame's, I think Notre Dame should be safe. USC is just not USC anymore. I agree with that. Honestly, I think, Con, what Nick just said, I think if any of those picks are in trouble, I think it may be Wake, man. Kind of the same thing we just saw this last Thursday with Coastal. Get a 6-0 team road in a 4-2 and team. Don't really have much to lose. Army runs that triple option if they can mm-hmm. – move the sticks and dominate the time of possession, then Wake just might not have enough chances to catch up if they fall behind. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And next we'll go for picks on the NFL. Kevin, would you like to give us your picks for the NFL? Yes. Yes, I would. Um, you know, all, all five of the picks this week are money lines. This is one of the one of the tougher NFL weeks. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've, you know, I went, I went five and oh last week and I believe I went four and one the week before I I felt like there were some, you know, I took the chalk and I felt like there were some easy games to predict. I know in the NFL, that's kind of unheard of, but, um, anyways, my picks this week for, for a tough week, give me Ravens money line, Panthers money line, Packers money line. Patriots over the Jets, easy. And this one, this one may come as a shocker. Uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Saints over the Seahawks in the Monday night game as well. Um, and once again, all those are money lines. Okay, Kevin, I, I will have to agree with you here. All five of those picks I have in the Nick Frazier podcast NFP 1K parlay. All those are on the 1K parlay this week. So, I like your NFL picks, Kevin. Oh man, that makes me feel so much better about my picks now. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I think it's going to be a common theme with this Panthers team, in my opinion. I agree. Yep. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us this episode. I know you're kind of on a tight schedule today, but we are very thankful that you joined us in, and hopefully your picks turn out pretty well, and you might go 10-0 this week. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I smell it, man. I smell it. It feels like last week, and you know, something's in the air, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a crazy pick for the NFL this week at all? Oh, if I did, it'd be Titans over Chiefs. Yes, sir. Yep, preach. Titans over Chiefs. Oh, and by the way, I believe I had, uh, you know, last week, if I'm not mistaken, we can go back and watch film. <laughs> I, I believe Nicholas and, and Jason were uh, on the Bills last week. They, I was they on both Bills. seemed pretty certain about the Bills. And, uh, yours truly picked the Tennessee Titans. Yikes. And, uh, you know, we all know how that. Titans fans. Well, Hang on, wait actually, a minute. Wait uh, a minute. Let me go ahead and clear up some air as well. First of all, that wasn't even one of my picks. I didn't touch that game because I didn't like it. I did say when we were putting the parlay together, I did say uh -huh. if I had to choose, uh -huh. I would back the Bills. Uh -huh. But I also said, you go back and listen to it, I said, I hope that the Titans win and that I hope uh -huh. that that pick busts up everybody's parlay. So uh -huh. I stay well, true and true. I'm let, looking out for the people, man. Let me uh, clarify my air in this room right now. I picked the Bills on the spread before last week. They were playing the Chiefs. So I know I picked the Bills there. Last week, Kevin, if I'm not mistaken, I agreed with you on your Titans pick. I would never stray away from my two-tone blue, all right? So if you're going to go put words in my know. mouth. Listen, as Vrabel says in his press conferences, when all these people start putting words in his mouth, he goes, did I really say that or did you say that? That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm not hurt. I'm just disappointed, okay? You know, Nick, <laughs> I, I got a quick question for you, kind of going back to NCAA here. Yeah, please. Would you, would you touch UT plus 24 and a half against Alabama? Absolutely not. Listen, after – after Alabama lost to A&M, it's a new team. This team is going to blow other teams out of the water. The only mm -hmm. games you're going to see that are going to be close is the SEC title game when they play Georgia and any other games that have teams in the top 25. And the college football playoffs when they play Georgia again. Right, exactly. So those are the only games you're going to see Alabama probably not cover. I and mean, if they do cover, it'll be like probably 14 and a half. If that's the line, but there's no way they, they might have fits the last game of the season with Auburn. That game always seems to give yeah. them fits. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Well, but other than that, I agree. Yeah. Well, Kevin, thank you so much. Have safe travels up to uh, South Bend, Indiana, and um, I guess go Irish for your sake. Go Irish. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I'll just go ahead and, and say this. Okay. Give me, give me UT plus twenty four and a half. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, he's he's going on record, folks. He is going going on on record. You can hold me accountable for that. Hold him Liquidate accountable. your assets. UT plus twenty four and a half. <laughs> Thank y'all. I'll I'll see y'all later. See you, Kev. See you, All right, Kev. Oh my lord! Did we just hear him say UT plus twenty four and a half? The man's a wild card. He is a wild card. I mean. He said his crazy pick of the week was it, it was Titans money line. Like that was totally fine with me. He was looking really good at that point. And then he had to go back and say, Oh, wait a minute. UT plus 24 and a half. Oh my God. There's his really Kevin's crazy pick of the week. <laughs> Titans. That's one that could actually go down. I could see that going down. Although I don't know if we get two underdog victories back to back weeks, but right. we shall see for sure. But, 
Yeah, that 24 and a half, man, that is sketchy. It's a bit iffy for sure. So now that it's just us three here, Alex, let's let's retrack around. Since you are the newbie in this situation, it's your first week. You're zero yep. and zero, clean slate. Clean slate, baby. It's it's is it a ten and zero first week for you? I'm I'm feeling a little ten and zero in me. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Okay. Well, <laughs> then start listing off your college football picks, sir. All right. Well, to start it all off. You know, a lot of people hate the big spreads, but I am a fan of the large spreads, man. Yes, you give, are. Me, give me Oklahoma minus 39 versus Kansas. <laughs> the last time they played, I'm pretty sure it was 60 to like three. So you know what? I, Kansas is one of the worst football teams in the sport of college football, and it's never a bad idea to fade the Jayhawks, man. So give me Oklahoma minus 39 they are going to run wild on this Kansas defense who couldn't stop a high school JV team. <laughs> you know, I, I have to ask you, who's worse, UConn or Kansas? Mm, see, UConn lost to Vandy, and I don't know if Kansas would – I mean, Kansas would probably lose to Vandy too, honestly, but UConn's taking the title, but Kansas has just been that bell cow of just not good football. It's um, hard to – not stay away from fading them. I'm pretty sure that UConn got their first win of the season this last week. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. One one W to no Ws. I think that answers the question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Even hey. though it, it ain't pretty, though it ain't pretty. It really yeah, yeah. It's, it's bottom of the barrel for sure for both those teams. Yeah. So o- Oklahoma was your first pick on the spread. Oklahoma minus thirty nine. Okay. Give us the rest. All right. This is for you, Nick. Right here, Mississippi State minus six and a half first quarter against Vandy. First quarter. The first quarter. Ooh. Vandy has failed to score more than three points in five of their six games in the first quarter, that is. Wow. Good research yes. there, sir. So I got a little data behind that. And now Hale State isn't the most prolific they've they've been, but I do think they can put up a fight and shut down this Vanderbilt offense that can't even find the end zone on a given weekend. So can't even find their helmet on the sideline. Yeah, they it's they can't even they can't even find their pads and cleats. So it's just <laughs> this team Vandy is also one of those teams that you just love to fade. It's should be easy money to the bank. I don't mind the minus twenty one for the whole game, but it's something that I just want some quick turnaround profits on in that first quarter it should be a i'm I'm expecting a 14 to three maybe even 14 to seven i mean that's still covering that six and a half right i like that pick i like it a lot for my boys with the cowbells baby i know you do (laughs) i had a feeling you would all right what's three number three ohio state minus 21 versus indiana Mm -hmm. i believe indiana is at home let me check real quick. You are correct on that one. Yeah, I believe Indiana is at home, but this is not Indiana of last year. Mm-hmm. I bought into the juice, the Indiana juice last season. They made me a lot of money last season. I thought they could do the same this season. <laughs> they just are not the same. They just – and Ohio State is one of the highest scoring college offenses in all of college football. No-brainer to just give me the Buckeyes, minus 21 against a Big Ten opponent especially against Indiana, who has had trouble stopping the pass. Yeah, yeah, and Ohio State's been getting better every week. Yeah, they're, even though, they're, 
they lost the one game to their only true competition so far, in my opinion. But uh, they're since that loss, they've looked better every week. So I feel, yeah. I, I feel you taking the points. Yep. And let me add to that as well. You know, you mentioned how Indiana is not the same Indiana of last season, which is 100% true. You know, their quarterback, Michael Penix Jr., has been an absolute head case this season. You know, yeah. last, last season he had more touchdowns and interceptions. This year it's almost as equal. He almost has the same interception rate as touchdowns. So – this offense with Ty Freifogel, or they're just not—they're not clicking the same. Now, yeah. I also will say this: your alumni, you, your alma mater, Western Kentucky University, has the best one-two duo. I think they're the next coming of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow with Bailey Zappi and uh, Jared Stearns. I just want to let you know right now: Jared Stearns leads the nation in receiving yards at 962. Bailey Zappi is right behind. He's the second QB in the nation behind Virginia quarterback Brennan Armstrong. So just FYI, this kid is almost at 3,000 yards passing for the season. It's crazy. He's at 2,600. He's on pace to beat his career record in college at 3,800. Dang. Yes. Kids are legit. And the reason why I mention all this is – Indiana almost lost to Western. Lost to uh, they beat them by three points. Excuse me, on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this pick it's, with Ohio State is a very good one. Yeah, I think Ohio State will find a lot of success against Indiana. Indiana last year, the reason they were so good is their turnover differential was just outstanding. Like they were getting, they had like three to ones on turnovers, and if your defense is doing that on a gamely basis, then you're just gonna set your offense up for success. Mm-hmm. So, number four, Alex, what are we looking at here? Number four, Mr. Kevin O'Connor, man. I don't know what he's thinking, but give me Bama minus 14 and a half first half. <laughs> I would not put a single cent on UT in any aspect of any football game. Mm-mm. Bama, like you said, they're on revenge mode right now. They're they're blowing. They're going to be blowing teams out the water. UT, this is a huge rivalry game, too. So, you know Bama loves beating up on UT. I mean, I guess UT thinks it's a rivalry game. Bama just thinks it's another week. <laughs> um, but yeah, once once Bama, the, you can just knock off Bama's loss for the season until the SEC championship game. They're not going to come close to losing another game like that against Texas A&M. And uh, UT just, they're UT. They're they're gonna mm. get, they're gonna get stomped. It's it's gonna be bloody. Saban's angry. The whole team is angry. And they get Tennessee at home. I mean, it's just it's gonna be bad. So you're you're not worried at all about UT scoring a couple points no. here? No. Okay. No, I mean, no. We don't expect to see any trash on the field this week. No. No. I don't, I'm expecting Bama to put up at least 28 plus in the first half. Okay. That's my prediction. They've been they've been able to do that almost every week except Texas A&M. I just don't see Tennessee <laughs> keeping up with pace against Bama. They should easily be able to cover that 14 and a half. I, I see like 24 to 7 at halftime or 28 to 7 or 10 at halftime. And okay. that's that's my prediction for that game first half. I like that a lot. I like that. And lastly, that. Alex. And now the five. last pick. Man, shout out to Kevin O'Connor again. I am breaking the Cardinal rule. Now, when I first took uh-uh. it, LSU was plus nine. <laughs> they have since moved all the way down to plus seven and a half. Uh oh. Now that's a little different. I jumped all over the plus nine when I saw it, so that that's like what I had down on my notes when I took it. Right. But man, give me LSU plus seven and a half, baby. Really? 
And and if you want a little add a little extra juice, over seventy six. Really, really. These are teams. It's a defenses that could, these both these defenses could not cannot stop each other. Last season, it was one of the highest scoring games I've ever witnessed. Besides that, A and M LSU caught seven tuples yes, overtime. Seven <laughs> but man, there's about to be a lot of big play touchdowns in this game. LSU starting to learn to run the ball more, so it should be able to open up the pass. They still have a lot of key players out, but LSU is so loaded at wide receiver that their third and fourth string should still be able to beat Ole Miss's defense deep a lot. And we still got Johnson rocking a quarterback. And, and I think LSU, this is this is um all these kids who are playing now, these are all these are all Ordron's kids basically, and they're gonna they're gonna send Papa away on a on a pretty good winning streak, I think, here towards the end. I was just about to ask, do you think they get it done with all that? I think they get it done on the road the week after their coach basically was pushed out the door. Yeah, I, I do. I think it's gonna get everyone extra motivation. They're all they were all basically recruited by this man to come play. So I think I don't think there's any animosity from the players to the head coach. Right. And what we did against Florida, man, it was just it was just beautiful yep. to watch. We yep. we're looking like we're coming together. And um, I I like the plus nine a lot. Like I said, it's moved down to plus seven and a half now, which is a little different. But give me a touchdown in the hook, man. I'll, I'll I was about to say, yeah. Well, see, I, before we move on to Jason's picks and Trey's picks, Trayson is picks into me. He's not able to join us tonight. But I, I am going to mention his picks after Jason's. But I, I want to talk about LSU for a little bit, Alex, if that's all right with you. Yeah. You know, Jason is a Florida fan, and they were yep. back and forth with each other, and it's just it was a crazy <laughs> game, crazy game. Moral it victories was. for some people. Well, that's not really why I want to talk about it. The reason why I want to talk about it is Coach O is a national treasure to some degree. People love him as a coach just from the public eye. Seems like a great guy. Always says, go Tigers in every sentence. This was his dream job, okay? Mm-hmm. Now that he is parting ways with his dream job, and possibly, like you're saying, if LSU rallies, do you think that they kind of second-guess it and they might actually no. let him or no? No, they're they're, they're parting ways. See, the, the, another aspect in it is a lot of, like, lawsuits. Like, you know, like the NCAA investigations that happened during the offseason. There's, there's some, like, lawsuits coming up against Coach O. So there's there's that playing. I guarantee you, if we were undefeated right now, there would be no talks of getting rid of him. Yep. Right. But just the just the way the the schedule has played out, the poor performance. Which I think it's it's I don't mind moving on. It, it hurts me a little bit because he brought us he brought us the greatest season I've ever witnessed. Um, people can say it's Joe Burrow all they want, but without Coach O, there is no Joe. So I mean, he he assembled the greatest team I've ever seen play college football. It's gonna be sad seeing him go. I just, in my opinion, it's Luke Fickle or bust. It's the Cincy's head coach or bust in my eyes. We need to get someone that can, if if someone can make Cincinnati a top four team, he should be able to come down to LSU and make us compete for a national title as well. So you like Luke Fickle as the yep. next head coach for that is who I, that is that is who I want. Luke Fickle, Dave Aranda from Baylor who left, but this is his first year at Baylor. I don't see him leaving Baylor after one year. Just, I mean, he might have to come back to head coach at LSU. What about a uh, Coastal's coach? No, keep, you stay in Coastal, buddy. Stay in the Sun Belt. Alex, <laughs> I would like to mention a name for a head coaching position. What about Jeff Trailer? And you're probably thinking, who is that? 
That's yeah, the UTSA head coach. <laughs> yep, keep him at okay. keep him also in the Sun Belt. You can still whatever conference he's Conference at. USA. You can, you can stay there. I want someone that's – we need someone with pedi- – not pedigree, but someone that has a proven track record of making teams playoff contenders. Okay. Because if you don't see UTSA in the top, are they undefe- – I mean, they're not undefeated. Yes, they are. They are undefeated still. They at are seven undefeated. And oh. There we go. They're not even the top four. They are in the top 25. Okay. Great, 23, yeah. 24. 24. Listen, they're going to no, win I this want, week. I need I, – I need, I'm, I'm shooting for top of the list here, man. This is an LSU job. This is one of the – Highly sought after head coaching jobs, in my opinion. Okay. This is where some of the best athletes come to play. We need it's Luke or Joe Brady, who used to be the passing game coordinator when Burrow was here. He's he got his eyes set in the NFL though, so I don't. I was about to say I don't see that one happening. But Luke Fickle for me is the number one. Everyone else can just stay where they are. Don't get anyone. It's Luke Fickle or bust. Okay, Luke Fickler bust. You heard it here first on the Nick Frazier podcast. Fickler bust. He is Fickler all on bust. Fickler bust. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we've had a little soapbox here about LSU and whatnot, I want to get into Trey's picks real quick. Trey sent me his picks, and I'm just going to ramble through them, and we'll talk about them after. He has Wake Forest money line over Army, Texas yeah. Tech money line over K State. Yep. He has Nevada one. plus three and a half versus Fresno State. Bama minus 24 and a half versus UT. <laughs> and this is the crazy pick. You know what? This is going to be Trey's crazy pick. Trey, I'm sorry I'm putting words in your mouth, but this is your crazy pick of the week. USC money line over Notre Ooh. Dame. Hey, that's not a crazy pick, man. Notre Dame I mean, doesn't yeah. look that great. So, I mean, I well, agree. in honor of Kevin O'Connor not being here, I mean, that's got to be never- a, it's a little crazy pick. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think I don't think Notre Dame loses, but I can I can see USC covering the seven. Think, but. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I think the game I'd be worried about in Trey's little picks would be the Fresno State game. I mean, I just uh, know I nothing agree. about those two teams. So no, like, I, I agree with that. Fresno is a good ball club and I'm like ninety five percent sure that it's at Fresno State. It is. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean Nevada's they got a good quarterback, they throw it a lot, but Fresno, they hung with Oregon opening week. They beat UCLA at UCLA two weeks later. Uh, I mean, they're good. They're a good ball club. Yeah. So, out of those picks, what do we like the most out of Trey's picks here? I do like the Wake Forest money line, man. I think if they can if they can handle that triple option, then they should be rolling because they're not they don't have the best defense. They should they should be able to pass it with ease against them. And if they if it gets out of hand quick, I don't know how Army comes back. Yeah, either yeah, probably either Wake Forest or the Alabama money line. Okay, he's got Alabama spread. He did say. Spread. I mean, yeah, sorry, spread is what I meant. But yeah, still, regardless, I mean, it's spread's good. Yeah, take anything Alabama this weekend. Yep. And now, Jason, it is your time to shine. Give us your five and zero picks for college football because last week the man went five and zero. So, and they were good picks. We did go 5-0 and and let it be known to the public that I take these lines myself on my own book. So uh, if I cash, we all cash, people. So we all cash this weekend. So that's that's what it's all about. But uh, this week, we're looking to do the same. Going to start out. And there's a couple tougher matchups this week. A lot of teams with bye weeks. I think there's a lot of good plus money to be made this weekend, folks. And I'm going to start out with Purdue's money line. They're the at-home dogs versus Wisconsin. I was talking about it with the guys before the podcast. 
very simply broken down, no statistics added. Iowa stomped Wisconsin when they played each other earlier in the season, and Purdue just stomped Iowa this last weekend. So I'm not overthinking it much more than that. I can see how it could be a letdown game coming off that high of getting that upset, but I think they keep rolling. The Boilermakers keep on, keep on chugging, baby. So give me their money line. And then second, I'm going to go – Got. Didn't get burned on this, but would have taken the opposite. I was doubters of Oklahoma State last week, still being undefeated, playing at Texas. And they fell behind early, just like Oklahoma did, but they came roaring back and came back and pulled off the upset. Uh, So even though they were undefeated, they were the dogs. And again, which does not make sense to me, I guess it's because they're on the road again. Mm -hmm. They are the dogs by a touchdown versus Iowa State. Iowa State, not a terrible ball club, but – I think them and Texas are about in the same ballpark, and if Oklahoma State can beat Texas, then I'm definitely taking the points with the Cowboys. And I, I the spread was a seven. It was seven flat, but I did. Y'all know me. I'm the alternate guy. I took an alternate of plus ten and a half. Just give them two possessions and erase the push. It's only minus 165 for ten and a half. So give me the Cowboys plus the points. My third pick, I took BYU money line, kind of, uh, went with O'Connor on that one as well. I agree, same thing. Just Washington State just fired their head coach and a couple other other coaches, and they were already two and three or three and three. I mean, they're a five hundred ball club, so kick out the head coach and throw that drama in there, and yeah, give me BYU money line just straight up. And then my fourth pick, I'm gonna go ahead, go back to the plus money, give me the Ducks plus 110 mm. versus UCLA. A little bit of a sketchy pick because I have. I've taken UCLA the last two weeks, and they've been good to me, and they're a good team. But I don't think you're going to get many more opportunities this season to get the Ducks plus money. So I'm going to take my opportunity when I have it, and we'll see how it goes. So give me the Ducks money line. And then my final pick, Nick, turn on the light, baby. Turn on the light. It's still hot? Give me the Roadrunners. But I am, I'm going to play it safe only because I would have thought the line would have been much larger than what it was. It was six and a half, right? which is fairly safe. You know, you don't have to worry about the hook with the, uh, with the seven and a half. But I'm going to go ahead and just play it safe and give me UTSA by a field goal. Give me them minus two and a half versus La Tech. I think the Roadrunners keep it going, man. I think they get it done, and <laughs> I think they stay undefeated, man. They've been red hot. Give me some of that action. So, yeah, those are my five picks. And if you wanted to parlay all five of those together, those would be odds of plus 17.58. So there's some money to be made on that parlay. Indeed. I love those picks, Jason. You might be on your way to 5-0 again this week. I do want to elaborate on two of your picks, and that would be the Ducks' money line. You know, the Ducks, they had a hiccup game, uh, a couple hiccup games. Uh, but anyways, you know, they were out without their star D-lineman, edge rusher, and uh, he had some sort of ankle injury. And now that he's back, Oregon is, like, back on regular terms at this point. They're a full-fledged team, not to be messed with whatsoever. Um, and I really do like your pick there. The next pick I want to elaborate on is obviously my boys – the Roadrunners, UTSA, yes, sir. Uh, 60% of this roster is all from San Antonio. So there are a lot of home guys on this team. Uh, this is the first time in program history they've gone undefeated this far. And also, I want to emphasize some players on this team. So Sincere McCormick, who has been phenomenal from the uh, from the line of scrimmage, excuse me, and um, 
also you have to put into fact that Zachary Franklin, who's been a really good wide receiver for them, has been hurt recently, and Joshua Cephas has been just I've been all over this team, and those three key guys have been just playing out of their minds. Now, they do have a tight end that is extremely good. Like, he reminds me, he's like a, I don't want to compare him to Travis Kelsey, but I am for this for this little situation. <laughs> um, he plays very versatile. He's a versatile tight end. You can put him out in the slot. Um, this this UTSA team, they can they bring the whole playbook at you. They really do. They they did a little hook and ladder one time. I I you know me, I'm a part of a, a, a Conference USA show, so I do cover the Roadrunners a lot, and I've picked them every single week, and they haven't haven't steered me wrong. And I really do like your pick at minus two and a half. I personally think they're going to win by fourteen. I truly yeah. do. So I mean, this six and a half, I think is safe. But y'all know me. I just like to play it as safe as I can with the alternates. As long as it's in the ballpark of minus 200, I'll take what I can. Parlay material. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I feel you. I think they could easily cover the the six and a half as well. Yep. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. I'd like to make a little comment. I love the Oklahoma State pick. I was teetering between that one and or just going with the LSU plus nine. But Oklahoma State, Vegas keeps telling you that they're losing one week. Yep. But. I mean, man, I don't think it would be – I don't even think it would be ridiculous to say to take them on the money line outright, yeah, and that's plus 220, be. but they're spotting so many points. I mean, they are already giving it a touchdown, yeah. so that's what I just took the 10.5, give me a touchdown and a field goal with a hook. But, yeah, I mean, they. I would not be surprised in the slightest if the Cowboys stayed undefeated this week. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the Oregon-UCLA one at UCLA gives it's, – it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a close game. Vegas knows it, and um, it, sh- it should be a good game though in the in the evening slot. That's, oh, that's yeah. gonna be a scary one. But Oregon is the better team on paper, but this is the Pac-12, and they lose regularly to each other. Yeah, that is facts. That is facts. UCLA though, I can't figure them out as well. They beat LSU opening week at home, and then turn around and lose to Fresno State yeah. home two weeks later. And then turn around and let Arizona, one of the worst teams in college football, hang with them for about three quarters. So I just don't know. I mean, they could come out and ball, but they could come out and get stomped as well. So yeah. we'll see. And now that we've kind of summed up everybody's, I'll get to my picks real quick. I really do like I'm trying not to take the same lines as everybody, but like there's not much to really choose from this week. It's um, a tough weekend. It is a very tough weekend. The one game I will start off with would be Memphis Moneyline at minus 134. I really do like this value a lot um, just because Memphis, they were late bloomers in the season. They showed a lot of promise to begin the season, and then they kind of dropped off a little bit. But this UCF team coached by Gus Malzahn, I don't know if I'm really sold on them yet. I really am not. I don't don't think I don't think that they're they're definitely not the national champ UCF team of old. Oh, yeah, no, not definitely at all. not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> well, anyways, that's my first pick. My second pick, I might be going out west here. I teetered with the idea of putting Washington on the spread, but I just couldn't do it. I really couldn't do it. <sighs> See, I, there are a lot of big spreads. This is like a this is an Alex type week. There's a lot of plus twenty threes, a lot of all that. It kind of scares me a little bit, but I will have to tell Alex on his Oklahoma pick. I had that in one of my little parlays I made earlier this week. Oklahoma, on my book, I have them at 38 and a half. I'm going to take that extra half. And I think 
I think Spencer Rattler is not starting anymore, correct? Um, oh, no, he's benched for sure. Is he benched? That's even better. Kayla Williams is the better quarterback, in my opinion. Yep. yep. I'd have to agree there, boys. I'd have to agree. Now, my next pick, I want to get your guys' opinion on it, okay? I've watched Syracuse all season. They've played a lot of Conference USA teams. They play a lot of teams tight. They played Clemson last week extremely tight. I put a little, mm-hmm. I sprinkle a little bit of cash on them to win outright, plus 1,500. That almost happened. But they're playing Virginia Tech this week. The Hokies, I mean, they're playing at Virginia Tech. So it's yeah, at be, Virginia Tech is, is different, too. It is I saw really that different. game. That game was a sketchy line. I, I tried to stay away from if you have the confidence to do it, ladies and gentlemen, take Syracuse plus 134 on the money line. I'm not going to do it, but just giving a little idea for people that want to take it. The next pick I'll be taking, wow, did anybody know that this Purdue-Wisconsin line just changed like as we're recording? Did it? I mean, I've been noticing some changes. Well, to what? 176. It was at 148 for Wisconsin on the money line. It jumped to 176. The books won't shake me. Okay. All right. I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on that one. Mm, let's see. Sorry. I, I normally have my picks ready to go, and I had my picks ready to go. It's just that, you know, some people already had them played in there. So, you know, I'm not I really mean, You can double it. up. I, can I? Yeah. Okay, fine. your show, the man. You can do whatever you want. You're so right. Good I'm, picks. Don't don't try to guess on a game that you don't have no, have no idea. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Thank you, boys. I'm sticking with all what I had then. Mississippi State full game minus twenty one and a half. That's happening. I don't think this Vandy team has any life left in them. I think their head coach they just hired this season might be canned after one season. Honestly, um, they're gonna have to start loosening up some restrictions with Vandy. I mean, it's just. They got to change something, don't they? I know we've already talked about it, but man, they got to change something. No, yeah, they, they never really looks good, but yeah, man, it's it's Vandy. I mean, yeah. Well, my next pick, my fourth pick, is Pitt money line over Clemson, and this is away, so I don't see Clemson winning at all. Uh, the the de- their defense is good, but Pitt they just put up points. They put up points. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got a Heisman con- candidate at quarterback. So, I was honestly kind of teetering on Clemson money line too. It's just really? when are you going to see Clemson money line ever again being at plus money? It's just yeah, I did think about that as well. They but got man, the they... talent. They got the team. It's just they're young. They're not. Oh, no. You know what? They're, they're just not. They're just. I mean, they obviously have some two tough, brutal losses. I mean, one to the best team in the country right now, but to and then another one to. North Carolina, but they're they're five and one. North Carolina's five and one in their own regard, in their own respect. So, yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty two tough losses. They haven't looked great all season, but I would not be surprised if Clemson comes out with the dub this week. There you go. Okay. Well, now that you guys say that, I am just all over the place tonight. I apologize. I found two picks that I'm truly confident in. It's Western Kentucky minus fourteen and a half. And also UTSA full game minus six and a half. Those are my two definitive locks this week. I like them a lot. So again, the rundown is Memphis money line, Oklahoma minus 38 and a half, Mississippi State minus 21 and a half, Western minus 14 and a half, and UTSA minus six and a half. I am looking to have a bounce back week in college football. I went four and one in the NFL as well. I went four and one. 
not a not a good week. I know it's eight and two for single betters, but like Jason told me over the weekend as we were, you know, simultaneously watching football and calling each other back and forth, we want to make sure all of our listeners at least go home with some parlay cash. Bet low, win high. Yes, sir. And everybody knows I'm a I'm the parlay fiend. I fiend <laughs> off parlays. That's why so make we make a living. That's exactly how we make a living. Well, not necessarily. This is all just for fun, <laughs> but hey. Um, the main thing I want to preface is that we do this NFP 1K parlay for a reason. It's so that you guys, like I just said, make a lot of money off not a lot of money. And there are some good lines this week. There are some really good lines. And we will get to our NFL picks after this short break. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nick Frazier podcast. That lovely advertisement by yours truly. As per usual, if you are not using Anchor, what are you using? Yeah, I mean, you got to be using something. Get with the program. Now we're on to our NFL picks. Kevin had to leave early, like we mentioned in the pod. Now it's time to go and reiterate his picks real quick. He has Panthers money line, Packers money line, Patriots money line, Saints money line, and Ravens money line. I I, I like the picks. I mean, especially if you're going for the little parlay action, I do, I do like them. I think the Saints get it done on Monday night, especially against the poor old Seahawks without their quarterback. I think the Ravens is an iffy one in that. I really don't like going against division rivals when I pick teams, but um, except when it's the Patriots against the Jets, then you can do that all you want, which is, I think is a good. I, you can even take Patriots minus six and a half. Honestly, that's not even a bad one. I mean, yeah, I like – I mean, he just did all money lines, right? I mean, I took he took a lot of the teams that I took on spreads, but he just took a money lines. But, I mean, if we're just going money line and we want some value, I mean, probably the Panthers. I like that line as well. I'm on that. Uh yeah. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. I like Kevin's picks. They're very nice, very juicy, and for a little parlay action, as Alex said. Now on to Trey's picks. Trey has Titans plus four and a half on the spread, Bengals plus six and a half on the spread, Panthers money line, Saints minus four and a half, and then he has a little like player prop here. Tom Brady to throw for three touchdowns versus the Bears. It's, it's going to be steep, but he has been on fire. Brady's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, he's been the best quarterback for the past 20 years, so I mean. Yeah, he's having a good season throwing the football for sure. I mean, he always does, like you said, but yeah, he's he's slinging it this year. They're not worried about getting their running back some touches. Uh, I mean, Fournette had a good week this last week. but well, Fournette is taking over that backfield, man. Uh, oh, he is for sure, but as, I mean, run is they, – they pass to – to set, set up, up the run. run. They don't run to set up the pass. Yeah. Now, I will have to say, out of Trey's picks, the two plus spreads that he took were the Bengals plus six and a half and the Titans plus four and a half. Now, the Bengals are playing the Ravens this week. Are we confident? At, at yes, at Baltimore. I mean, I like I like the optimism there, Trey. I really do. I wish you were here to elaborate on your picks because it's better to have his feedback than just ours. But mm-hmm. I'm a little bit nervous about this. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens have looked like one of the best teams in the NFL the past couple of weeks. Lamar is looking like MVP Lamar, except even better passing stats. Mm-hmm. Um, but this Bengals team is also second in the AFC North. I mean, they are they are also knocking on the door. Joe Burrow 
He's been emerging. Jamar Chase, he's better than Justin Jefferson. I've been saying that since college. This this season is no surprise to me. But, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm with Trey. With um, That's one of my picks, the Bengals plus six and a half. But, yeah. but like, I, I do like to stay away from the divisional ones, but Bengals getting that six and a half. I feel like it could be a little overtime action, and Baltimore just walks it off, and that hook gets them. Oh, wow. So, Jason, you like Alex's feedback there. Uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds about in the ballpark with what I would would go with as well. Don't want to reiterate too much, but yeah, I mean, okay. I agree. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Just wanted to make sure we we're on the same page. Now, the next one is the Titans plus four and a half. Coming off of a wonderful upset win on Monday night in Music City, Derrick Henry had himself a game, had a 75-yard break it open, just take mm-hmm. it to the house. I saw a, a video on Twitter, and it was like the decibel levels after Derrick Henry got to the second level of the defense and just opened it up for the next 50-something yards. He reached like, uh, a top speed of 21 miles per hour, and the fans were just electric. They're screaming like crazy. Me and me and O'Connor were there, man, freaking it. It was loud in there for sure. And the highest attendance on Monday night or just in Nissan Stadium history. That's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Well, now that we've kind of talked about this, plus four and a half, I like it. I think the Titans are riding high on the hog here. Yeah, no, I think it's a great pick by Trey here. I think the Titans, they have a very depleted defense. That's what I'm extremely scared about. Chris Jackson, foot injury. Caleb Farley, it was fired by baptism this past Monday, and he has a torn ACL. Um, Chris Fulton, I think is still week to week. I think he has a hamstring injury. So now I know this is a sports betting podcast, but let's just talk about the Titans for a second. They have all the interior defense kind of settled. Their linebackers are set for the most part. Their edge rushers are set. Interior line is set. Obviously secondary is not set. Do mm-hmm. the Titans need to trade some draft picks to solidify some all-star potential i guess or just talent i mean yeah i think we need to do something i don't think the secondary is going to survive with the guys that we got right now i mean we're thin man we're thin big time we were already thin chris fulton on the ir that's why we had to play farley as a starter and then i mean he already came in with back problems and now he's got a torn acl I mean, shout out to my boy, Janora Shinkins from Florida, but man, he has been terrible this year, no disrespect, <laughs> but he, he's just a little bit too old to hang with these dudes. He yeah. just always seems to be out of place or blown in assignment. So yeah, I, I definitely think it would benefit the Titans to sign some talent in the secondary for sure. I don't know why we let Desmond King go this offseason. I know we probably didn't want to pay him, but I thought that was a good ad last year. I felt like we should have re-signed him. Yeah. Alex? Yeah, man. I, I mean, let's let's we can go back and look at the Titans' last like four first round picks, and I mean, they have just not. Besides Jeffrey Simmons, I mean, they have just not really panned out great. Yeah. I mean, why not just get rid of one of those picks and get a guy that we know that can come in and play good high level football? I mean, especially in the secondary, because just imagine if we would have gotten like a Stephon Gilmore. I don't think we could have taken his contract. Like that's another thing. With the Titans, like we don't have that much cap space left, but like, like if we can get like a lockdown guy to 
just to be there because we have zero lockdown corners. Fulton was the highest graded corner we had, and he's out. Farley has just been a disappointment. Like he apparently he's been healthy, they just have been not starting him. And now when he gets his first start, he gets absolutely exposed and then gets hurt. Yeah, it's, it's it doesn't look great. We, we even need a trade for offensive linemen because yep. I don't know how long Taylor Lewan's going to be out. He looked like he died. <laughs> he hasn't been he hasn't been himself. Tyson Roller retired. There's no the tackle depth isn't there. So I mean, just with with the with the way we've been drafting lately, it's just why not just trade some draft capital for some solid guys that we know that can start right away and help us because we're making the playoffs. Right. So we need to, we need to be there for the playoffs to make a good playoff push. You, you make a very good valid point there, Alex. You know, and and I think two episodes ago before we started the NFP picks. I had a podcast talking about the Titans uh, episode that is uh, about talking about the Titans recap from the Jets game and how Taylor Lewan was going through some injury bugs. You know, the first week gets hurt with the knee, tweaks it a little bit, and he was out a couple weeks. And now, you know, he gets this, I think it was concussion protocol. He was fine afterwards, had all movement in his extremities whatsoever. But I made a little bit of a case saying, is it a good idea to trade Taylor Lewan now for value that he still has? I mean, it wouldn't be the craziest thing. I mean, I I like the personality of Lewan, and I like what he. Tra- I mean, you know, he's a he is a face of the franchise. I'm not gonna say the face, and I'm not even saying it talent wise either. But you know, he's involved in the community. He's an active dude. He's he brings good energy. I will say that but sometimes his play doesn't match the energy that he brings. So, and he has had, he had a knee problem last year, this year it's been knee again. And now he, I mean, I think he's, it was a concussion. It was all I saw. Right. Uh, he's moving fine, but you know, I mean, he's going to be out probably at least this week. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd say it's at least worth exploring and to see what you could get for him. Taylor, don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting him for all that he's done for this franchise. I'm not discrediting him for his athletic ability. He's in the NFL. I'm not. That's why I get to right. talk about it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I I was a bit hesitant when we let go of Conklin because I didn't think Lawan was going to be the I need. I mean, I knew he was going to be the guy to have to step up and whatnot, but I didn't know if he had the longevity to really step it up. And I think that's where the longevity comes into play. It's starting to become into question. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I said in the last couple episodes that Taylor Juan, if we were to trade him now, I think we could get a valued player for him and possibly two second-round picks in a third round. Would you agree? Um, I mean, it's it's really hard to know his value because just of the injury concerns and just because of his just poor performance overall. And that massive contract he has along with his name. So, I mean, getting rid of him might be harder than people might just – because it's always harder, easier said than done. But, man, like, he, he just hasn't been playing great. I feel like he cares more about the, his podcast more than the Titans. I, I feel I loved, that. I loved him earlier on, but I feel like ever since his podcast came out, his little busting with the boys, I feel like he's just been declining ever since then. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I feel that for sure. He, uh, like I said, when you kind of t- 
walk around with the energy that he walks around with, like the big dog energy. Mm-hmm. You got to play like a big dog. Yeah. And don't get it twisted. I like having that energy and having that mindset and carrying yourself that way. But you got to play that way on Sundays. You can't be getting dusted off the edge yeah. five times in a game. I know that was the first game, but I mean, the O-line has been rough, to put it politely, this season. Yeah, 100%. You know, that's that's where I was just thinking about if we were to trade him because Derek apparently, even without Lawan in, we're, we're still dominating the field with Derek running the ball majority of the time. And just wanted to let you guys know, in Monday night's game, we did not have a receiving touchdown. So... They were all rushing, three from Derek, one from Tannehill. So it's just – I don't like to say we're a run-heavy team, but obviously we are. We're a second, oh, we are, baby. We you are a run-heavy team and a second-half team. Run the damn team. ball. Exactly. Run left is what that hat says. Henry so, left, Henry right, baby. That's yep. half the playbook. But, you know, for, for the sake of this conversation, really hope the best for Taylor and the rest of his endeavors on his career and – and I mean, he's obviously not leaving the Titans of any foreseeable future, from what we know. And uh, you know, it's just an idea we had to ponder. You know, just some food for thought. I like the person. I do. I like Taylor Lewan as a person. I just, yeah, player wise, I don't know. I'm not saying I want to see him go, but I'm saying that I don't think he's one that we should just do everything in our power to hold on to if we mm-hmm. can move for some value. I say we. Depending on what it is, I say we do. Yeah, it's hard to trade him now because, I mean, if we trade him now, then we got Lamb, who has about two combined games under his belt compared to someone who's been on the Titans for four or five-plus years. So, I mean, right. it's 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 hard to just get rid of your starting highest-paid offensive lineman just like that just because of a couple bad games. Right. I mean, it's offensive. The, the tackle position is one of the hardest positions to play in the NFL, going up against these freak D linemen. Who are all 6'4, 280 and can run a four five four six forty. So I mean, it's it, just like the Titans last year. I felt like they, the offensive line got better as the season went on, and I feel like it's starting to get better as the season. Hanhill's not getting sacked as much. Yeah, like we're not seeing like eight, nine, ten like hits in the game. I think as the season goes on, and hopefully if he can get fully healthy, along with the rest of the offensive line, it should be a solid unit that could. Like I mean, if, if if Derek got two two K rushing yards last year without Luan, then I mean, we can just if we can just have a solid five, we can we can do some real damage. Yeah, I mean that guy is just not human from what we see. I mean, every time we turn the television on, we're witnessing Hall of Fame history, literally. Yep. Every time we turn that television on on Sundays. So, well, you know what? We want our little soapbox here about the Titans, about you know this little trade idea. Um, but obviously, we know they need a corner. We need some extra linemen here and there. Let's get back to the sports betting podcast here. We got to get back to it. Next is Alex's picks, Jason's picks, and my picks. NFL boys, five picks. What are we looking at? All right, I got mine. I'm 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 with Trey with the Bengals plus six and a half. Man, I I do like to stay away from div, div rivals, but I believe Burrow and the boys are are ascending. Uh, their defense is above average on what people thought they were going to be. Um, this Ravens team is looking elite, very elite, especially off a huge win against the Chargers. But this Bengals team is sneakily gonna I think is gonna sneak up on them. Uh I think that six I think that half is really gonna play an important part in this uh in this game coming up on Sunday. And then next I got Panthers minus two and a half against the Giants. This is a game that uh, it seems easy on paper. I mean the the Panthers have kind of just 
Darnold is coming back to life, and it is Sam Darnold. He'll turn the ball over. Tw- it's basically who's going to turn the ball over less is who's going to win this game. Uh, with, even without McCaff, they're not the same, and it's just hurting them every week. But I, I, I can't take the Giants in any aspect of any football game. So I got to go with the Panthers minus two and a half. And then I got Bucks versus the Bears under 47 and a half. Or un- under, yeah, under 47 and a half. I, I like that pick a lot. The Bears are not known for scoring a lot. If anything, the Bucks are going to be the one that just puts up 40 and then the, the Bears have 10. But I just don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a nice little 35-3, to 35-10 game. It's going to be close to that over-under total for sure, just with Tommy Boyd trying to make a nice little statement against the Bears. But I think that under 47 should be nice and pretty towards the end. The Bucks should be up a hefty amount and wanting to run the football a lot more during the clock. So I'm pretty confident that the, the Bucks and Bears can stay under that total. And then I got a nice little – these I got other things besides spreads on here. I'm not just a spread picker. <laughs> <laughs> Titans team total second half over 13 and a half. So I'm basically saying the Titans are scoring two touchdowns in the second half. And with the Titans being a second-half team and – possibly being down at halftime i i don't think that's a very outlandish thing to happen and you said that number was again 13 and a half oh, so it's basically just yeah. two touchdowns just two touchdowns in the second half for the titans i like that a lot i i, I liked it too man and then this is a little iffy one i mean it is i'm, I'm banking on the pats defense hard zach wilson under 228 and a half passing yards he had i believe it was like around 210 ish last time these two teams faced off right it's it's gonna be at gillette stadium a lot more hostile environment for the young rookie and um belichick feasts on rookie quarterback so it should be a struggle game again for for old zach wilson i like those last two picks actually i really like all your picks to be honest with you the Bengals plus six and a half is the only one that's yeah yeah I'm, a, yeah, I'm iffy. Man. I mean, I, I think taking times with points like how many games do we just get blown out of the water? It's usually just losing by three. I yeah. mean, so yeah, we usually do play tight. Mm-hmm. Aside aside from the opening, and we usually the beat season. the Chiefs. Yeah, that's and the true. Bills and the Bills. I'm I'm telling you, even though these teams are good. The Titans have a good track record with these guys. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. Oh, yeah. And and also, just in general with the NFL this year, every game, if it's prime time this year, has been just as tight as can be. Like, all yeah. these games on national television, if you're not taking the plus spread, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Because yeah. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I haven't done the, the data, math, whatever. I haven't done the tally marks. I am for certain that if I had to give a percentage, 85 to 90% of the plus spreads are hitting mm-hmm. for total plus, games. Plus money in NFL is pretty – it's nice getting some points in NFL because it's any given week and just you, you never know who's going to beat who. And every team can go out and beat any team in the NFL unless you're like the Jets or something. But even the Jets beat the Titans, so, you know. <laughs> right. Any given Sunday. That's true. Mm-hmm. Jason? So this week I am on – Give me Green Bay on alternate. I basically, on a lot of these spreads, just knocked it down by about a point or so in case the books are trying to pull anything funny this week. Packers 
I took the Packers over Washington football team, took them on an alternate line of six and a half. I think the line was just seven and a half. So mm-hmm. ditch the ditch the hook and then go ahead and give me New England as well over the Jets. That line is I think six and a half is safe, but because they set it at six and a half, I don't know why it just scares me a little bit. So I just took it on an alternate five and a half just in case it comes down to that hook as well. If it's a two field goal game. For some reason, New England seems to play with everybody they play, whether they play somebody good or they play somebody bad. It's a game, so I don't want to take them for too many points. But give me New England minus five and a half. Then, as we all talked about, give me the Panthers' money line. They dropped two in a row. Damn near came back last week. And, I mean, the Giants just looked atrocious. I'm sure they'll come back with a little bit of a better effort this week. And, granted, they were playing the Rams as well, who were dominating a lot of teams. But... They just got stomped, so it's kind of hard to pick pick them with confidence. Uh, so give me the Panthers, and then give me Tampa Bay on an alternate spread minus nine and a half versus the Bears. I think they cover about ten points. Chicago has really struggled to score the ball since Justin Fields has taken over the offense, become a lot more run heavy, a lot more predictable. And Tampa Bay's defense ain't gonna let him run wild. I don't think so. So give me them minus nine and a half. And then last but certainly not least, coming off a bye week, Sunday night primetime at home. Give me the 49ers versus Indianapolis. Colts, they have won two in a row. Or No, check that. They just won last week, but they gave the Ravens a a game the week before. It was looking Mm -hmm. like they were going to win two in a row. So, I mean, their their confidence is probably up right now. But I think if the 49ers can execute and just not make mistakes, then – they should beat the Colts, no problem. So just give me their money line at home. Okay. I like those picks, Jason. I like them a lot. Yes, sir. As for my picks, this is – I'm going to save my best pick for last. It's an early – it's a noon game, but I'm going to save it for last. Um, so for my first game on the list, I'm taking the Panthers' money line. Third time's the charm. First yep. week, Sam Darnold did me dirty. Didn't get the 20 yards rushing that I needed to win 6K off of a dollar. It really hurt my feelings. Um, Second week, Jason asked me on the podcast, was I still going to back them if McCaffrey wasn't playing? I said no at first. And then I said yes. Then I said no. And I said, you know what? By God, I am taking them yes. So, you know what? They're playing the Giants, a very depleted Giants team. Is Is... Daniel Jones back this week? Yeah. Okay. So I'm still going to be on the, the Panthers. Galladay and Tony are out. Yeah, I'm still taking the Panthers. I, I don't believe Saquon's playing at all. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's nope. still out. I, I have a weird feeling he might be done for the season. And people have told me no. It's just a sprained ankle. I mean, it looked bad. It looked, saw all the pictures of it. Yeah, it yeah. looked bad. I don't care what anybody says. And the NFL, like their PR and stuff for certain teams, mm-hmm. they're trying to water stories down. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not a watered story. That is a swollen, infected that ankle, story. Like, I thought it might have been broken the way it like looked, how swollen it was, but they just said it was sprained. That is ridiculous. But as for my next picks, I'm sorry, let's get back to it. As for my next picks, I'm taking Green Bay alternate spread four and a half. I like the six and a half. The line's currently at seven and a half. Like Jason, it was a little bit too pricey. Minus four and a half, it's still not great value, but... If you're putting in a parlay, take four and a half. If you're taking it straight up, take six and a half. So I know I'm kind of hedging myself here. I'll go with Jason and Taylor on the minus six and a half. My next pick will be... Ooh, oh, this is it. Yeah, this is the one I love the most. 
the L.A. Rams. Alex knows where I'm going with this. The L.A. Rams <laughs> alternate spread plus money, ladies and gentlemen, minus 19 and a half. Steep. And by the way, let me just tell you, we talked about it this morning. The line opened up at 14 and a half, right? Guess where the, yeah. line, guess where the line's at right now? 15 and a half. Oh, no. A little higher, my guy. I mean, mine says 15 and a half. Mine says 16 and a half. Mm, DK has them at 15 and a half right now. Okay. All right. Well, good to know. Good to know. Uh, that line is climbing. It is climbing up no, to yeah, 20. I mean, it's it, it's going to keep climbing, I think. I mean, the line just can't even buy a win. They can buy. Yeah, a, man. I feel so cover, bad for them. They yeah. Can buy a cover, they can buy a cover for sure. Because they've, they've lost a lot of close ones, but they did just recently get absolutely shellacked by the Bengals. Yeah, yeah I didn't, yeah, did not see that coming either. As for my fourth pick, I'm tempted to take Houston on the spread. Kyler Murray mm-hmm. has been hurt. He's been playing through injury. His shoulder's been kind of messed up from what I've heard. A.J. Green hasn't been playing up to expectations, been more of that role player. And then obviously you have DeAndre Hopkins, who had two touchdowns last week, played phenomenal. But... This Houston team's been playing a lot of teams close recently. I'm kind of iffy about it. I, you know, this is where I get a little iffy. If you want to, you can take that spread. I'm not going to take it. Just wanted to put food for thought out there. My next pick, so for four and five, you know what? I'll just say it now. I'm taking the Saints money line on Monday night. That will be my fourth pick. And then lastly, I love this pick all day, every day. Atlanta Falcons money line over Miami Dolphins. I mean, I don't think that's too crazy. The Dolphins have looked rough, man. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins look like one of the worst teams in the NFL again. Well, let me let me uh, preface some extra information from what I've heard. I saw today there was some news breaking for a three-way trade for Deshaun Watson to go to the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. and the Washington football team to receive Tua Tagovailoa. Yep, I, I've been hearing those. It's a lot of rumors going on. I really don't know how much truth is going on i know a lot of like high-end reporters have been reporting that these rumors are the texans are at least talking about it so there are yeah there's there's talks going on um now is it just rumors to edge the the eagles because they're the one with the most draft capital to trade for deshaun or it's it's more of a i'm on the wait and see train for that honestly trying to read between the lines here i feel like the nfl's you know, PR for certain teams, they do that. Like, they'll just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, pull Put out, out some fake rumors to get other teams to react. Exactly. Just to get a little bit more publicity there. But those are my five picks. And now, ladies and gentlemen, what we've all been waiting for, the NFP 1K Parlay. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you can bet $1 on any sport book of your choosing. And put... One dollar, like I said, one dollar, one bone, one little green George Washington, <laughs> and win one thousand George Washingtons. Win a couple Benjamins. Let's change the name Benjis. up a little bit. A couple Benjis. So let's go through the slot here, boys. Wait, can I uh, can I interrupt real quick just to say the Cleveland Browns did just score a touchdown? They did. Oh my goodness, <laughs> a miracle has happened in the first three minutes of the game. Quick oh, work, quick touchdown. Dearness Johnson. Oh, man. Fantasy owners, you guys are having a field day. Got him. This one might end up being a shootout. This might be. This might be. 
Well, thank goodness. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. No, you guys are okay. That's just how the the cookie crumbles. We gotta have a little break in this every now and then. Let's right. get on to it. We are taking money lines and spreads. Anything over three hundred is not really recommended, but if you have to, you can take it. Bengals and in Ravens. What are we on? Probably the Ravens. If I had to back just a money line. Yeah, if we're gonna be back in money line, I would take Ravens. All right, Ravens money line. I'm pretty sure Trey and Kevin would be on that as well. Next game is Panthers Giants. Gotta go Panthers money line. Panthers. Yep, right, that's good value as well. Uh, Washington football team Green Bay Packers. The money line is minus three ninety, and we could also take the spread at seven and a half, or take an alternate spread. <laughs> Uh, why don't we do like an alternate of like two and a half? Just spot them a field goal. Okay. Minus two and a half. That is very doable. Chiefs Titans. What are we on? See, this is the break the bank one right here, man. Because like, are we really about to go back to back, upsetting these two AFC powerhouses? How about this, Alex? We'll save it for the last pick on this little NFP parlay. All right. Yeah. Let's come back to that one. (laughs) Next pick is the Falcons and Dolphins. Gotta Falcons. Go, gotta go Falcons. You can even take I think even taking Falcons minus two and a half is is pretty safe. Really? Okay. Yeah. You like that, Jason? Yeah, I feel that. All right. Minus two and a half for the Falcons. Next pick is the Patriots and the Jets. Minus three thirty for the money line for the Patriots. Do we want to take an alternate spread here? I mean you could spot them another field goal again, I suppose. Or do we want to take an over under in this case? Mm, I just don't know, man. That's the danger zone. That is the danger zone. I I feel like taking just the Patriots. We got to be on the lookout for the. We're picking all these favorites. You know, there's got to be some dogs coming out with the dubs this weekend. Exactly. See, that's what I did last weekend. I tried to mix in a couple games, and it was all chalk for the most part. There was like two upsets last weekend, but that's true. it, It was mainly chalk last week, which then again could be exactly what you said. This could be a week of some craziness. So I have three upsets in mind, but we haven't got to them yet. So don't worry. We're getting to some upsets here or there. But we're still here on the Pats. Are we taking the this alternate spread of three and a half or two and a half or something like that? Yeah, two and a half should be good. Okay, we'll go two and a half with the Pats. Next game is the Rams and the Lions. Minus 1,400 on the money line. This seems like a Kevin O'Connor type game. Um, <laughs> sorry, Kevin. Hate the jab there, but, you know, it's your type of deal. Um, do we want to go minus 16 and a half, or do we want to take it by two touchdowns? I, I really hate I really hate it, man. I hate laying big points in NFL games, dude. Yeah, do you feel that? This is something I I would low-key take the Lions with the points, like 15 and a half or 16 and a half. Really? That's just, that's just my gut feeling, man. I don't know what y'all are thinking. Yeah, no, it's tough. The Lions team is a little banged up. I mean... They're not going to win. <laughs> Maybe like, I don't know what the price would be for it. Maybe like nine and a half. You it'd want probably to be nine like, and a half? It'd probably be it like, quick. yeah, let me see what that is. It'd probably be like minus nine 250 or something. Yeah, it's 245. Nine, that's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not Let's bad. Let's do that. Let's do minus nine. And spot, him, spot him 10 points. Okay. Not too shabby there, Jay Hay. Not too shabby at all. On my book, I have minus 230, so that's even better. Here we go. Cool deal. Uh, next game we have is the Eagles and the Raiders. 
That's another tough one, man. Tough Raiders, one, man. Ra- Raiders defense look good, and Philly's mm-hmm. offense has been bad. But uh, this could be one of those like this is the upset game. But, yeah, I, I think but, so as well. Honestly, my mind. I think but, Philly could get the win this week. Truth be told, on. Alex has some butts going on here. I got some butts going on, man. But I just can't go against <laughs> this Las Vegas Raiders team against this Eagles team. It's just I don't know what is like. This is the one where like. Like, this is, like, the game that obviously the Eagles can – this is a very winnable game for the Eagles. But something's telling me that the Raiders just pull it off. But if we want to go Eagles money line for the the Hail Mary upset of the week, this could be it. That Raiders team does does look really, really good, man. Jason, what do you want? I agree. I mean, just to get frisky with it, give me Philadelphia, honestly. You want Philly? Okay, I'll make sure to put an asterisk next to that one because Alex went Raiders, so we'll have an NFP for Alex with the Raiders in it. Next pick we have is the Bucks and the Bears. The regular spread is twelve and a half. You think they cover that? I I think they do. Okay, we'll go Bucks on the spread there at twelve and a half. The Bucks have one of the better run defenses in the NFL, and the Bears can only run it. So, yep. yeah. And it's probably going to get ugly. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Next game we have on the list is the Cardinals and the Texans. Do we want to take an alternate spread over under? What are we feeling here? I'm going to look at the Cardinals team total. That might be a good one to get. They might hit it. Because I was looking at that for one of my bets this week to put on the pod. Mm, Cardinals team total. That's not a bad little shout there. Yeah, 17.5 is a little too steep. Yeah. I mean, I def, I don't, I definitely don't want to take the Texans. Yeah, like I definitely, yeah, like say, I'm not gonna. So I wouldn't the, take the Texans with the points. The team total I have for the Arizona Cardinals is 32 and a half. I, I like it. You like over 32 and a half? Yeah. Jason. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Let's, yeah, let's roll with that. All right, 32 and a half. All right, next game we have on the list is the Colts and the Niners. I think we can just take Niners' money line and, and be yep. safe with it. Yep. Really? I was thinking about taking the Colts' money line. Really? That's mm. You said it, man. I mean, the, the plus money in primetime has been – or the, the plus points have been hitting a lot. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be out of this realm for at least – Four and a half honestly wouldn't be a bad take if they just lose by three, you know? Yeah, I'm taking the Colts on the uh, spread here at four and a half. That's where I I'm like down my with stuff. That. You like that, I'll Alex? take it. I, I like the – give me the points in prime time. All right, Jason? You guys can outrule me, but I'm sticking with the Niners money line. That was one of my five, so I got to stick to my guns. All right. Next one is the Saints and the Seahawks on Monday night. Give me knowledge. Give me knowledge. I think the Saints pull it out. Poor the I mean, they did just compete with the Steelers, but it's the Steelers. Right. That team just has not looked great at all this season. And this Saints defense is pretty elite, so Geno's gonna yes. have a rough day. Yeah, but what's up with Geno Smith, man? I, I mean, he was coming in looking pretty pretty good after after I Russ mean, got hurt that one yeah, game. He and, choked it, bro. Dude, he choked it last Sunday is what he did. Any any backup quarterback can come in and give you one good drive. 
That's true. It's can, it's, can they give you a full uh, – he's a backup for a reason. It's just when you put him in for a full game. Can they give you a full game after exposed. the team has had a week to scout yeah. you? Yeah. So it's just it's, uh, – and it's going to come to hurt him again. I think the, I think the Saints are probably going to dominate this game. We'll watch this be the one that we miss and the fucking Seahawks come out with the tub on Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. You never I know. know. Crazy world of gambling, baby. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now that we have all of our picks, oh, no, we don't. We are forgetting one game, and you know what that is. Mm-hmm. The hometown team, the two-tone blue, the Tennessee Titans. What are we rolling with here? The line is minus four and a half, plus four and a half. What are we I rolling I got plus with? five on mine. Yeah, plus five? I mean, I, I, I'm I not going against the Titans on record ever. So. I was about to say, that's what I, I got brewing y'all, on this. Y- y'all fake fans can go, take the Chiefs all you want. No, sir, I'm riding the Titans. Hey, man, I was at the game. I showed up to the game. I'm not a fake <laughs> fan. Yeah, I'm looking out for the yeah. people, I mean. Look at every look at every analyst on the freaking books last week. They were all on the Bills too. So I was just looking out for people. Yeah. I said I hope everybody's parlay gets busted up, and it did. And guess what, people? I'm not sorry about it. I'm glad the Titans won. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I made the mistake last week of picking against them, even though my heart was with them. And this week, I'm gonna go on record and say, I mean, I do agree with Jork. I think it's gonna be tough to beat two top tier yeah. teams two games in a row. Right. I, honestly, I was thinking that, like I said, I took the Bills last week. I was thinking we lost to the Bills and then turned around and beat the Chiefs. Now that we beat the Bills, I'm not sure what we do. But on record, go ahead and give me the Titans money line, man. Give me the plus money. Really? Straight up money yeah. line? Yeah. Get, I'm getting frisky. Freaking, yeah, our defense can get torn apart. But guess what? So can theirs too. And same logic that I used with uh, Purdue. I mean, the the Bills stomped the Chiefs just two weeks ago, and I'm not gonna say we stomped them, but we just beat the Bills and hung with them. So, if we can beat the Bills, we can definitely beat the Chiefs. So, give me the Titans. Okay. Well, if you take Jason's parlay with the Titans money line, if you put a dollar down on that, from what we all said, it'll get you six hundred and seventy nine bucks and nineteen cents for a dollar. Now that would be Ravens money line, Rams minus nine and a half, Bucks minus twelve and a half, Eagles money line, over thirty two and a half for the Cardinals team total, Colts plus four and a half, Saints money line, New England Patriots minus two and a half, Carolina Panthers money line, Green Bay minus two and a half, Falcons money line, Titans money line. Are there any games I'm forgetting? I don't believe so. There's just that's right. I don't think there's enough games for us to get enough. Yeah, with the buy return for the, for the one k. I mean, that's what we can do a dollar to win a lot. But there's there's five teams with bye weeks this week. I just don't think there's enough games to get the odds for a dollar for a k this week. That is very true. Well, you know what? Now that we've had all our picks in, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for joining in on this podcast. Listening in, that is. And we're going to get you guys some more good picks coming up. I'm gonna, We're all going to get some good picks this weekend. I feel like somebody's hitting. I like these college football picks a lot. The NFL picks look really good. Alex, how, how do you feel? First episode back in a while since probably middle of yeah. the year. How do you feel? I'm feeling good. I, I see myself more as a college football guy. Uh-huh. NFL has done me dirty a lot. You know, you think you got something figured out in the NFL and then 
next week the Titans lose to the Jets. So I mean, you know, it's 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 a hard road on Sunday. It is. I feel like Saturdays are more of my specialty. We'll see if uh, if I don't bite myself on the foot with just saying that, and I go one for four this week. But I, I think I'm confident in the picks I put out for college, NFL. It's always just a gamble, man. That's just getting the juices flowing on Sundays after a good <laughs> after a good hearty Saturday. You know, you just got to keep the juice going on Sunday. I love to hear it, Jason. As per usual, thank you for joining us. How do you feel about your picks this week? Feeling good, man. Exactly like Jarwin said. I mean. Honestly, both both of these weeks are a little bit tougher. It's just a tougher week. A lot of bye weeks in college and pro, and uh, just some some tough matchups. But I also will reiterate that I feel a little more confident in my college football picks than I do with my NFL picks. But hey, that's the beauty of them playing on Saturday. We can add the funds up so we can have them carrying into Sunday. Indeed. So we can, you know, if we lose a little bit, at least we made some the day before. So Indeed. feeling good, man. 5-0 and last week in college football. Looking to make it another 5-0. and So Good. That's what I like to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining in and listening to the Nick Frazier Podcast. If you want to see anything in between episodes or follow the Nick Frazier Podcast in between episodes, go check out the Nick Frazier Podcast on Instagram at the Nick Frazier Podcast. If you want to follow, like, subscribe, whatever, on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, on Anchor, on YouTube. There are going to be episodes on YouTube coming up. Uh, would greatly appreciate everybody's support. If you can just click that subscribe button and that download button, that'd be awesome. Listen in, everything. So everyone, thank you so much for joining in, and we'll see you on the next episode.